Rick Jensen. On 1150 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. Xanthea Oliver, city councilwoman on the east side. I think she's on the phone right now. Xanthea, is that you? Yes, it is. How are you doing, Rick? I'm doing well. Thank you so much uh, for calling in. I really appreciate it. Yes. Now, I, happy Juneteenth. Yes, Juneteenth extended one more day. So, yes. Um, so I just want to give you a couple opportunities to talk, A, about Juneteenth. Juneteenth and what it means to you and and the folks on the okay. east side especially and then we got to talk about uh this eminent domain bill so please uh, go right ahead okay i'm glad to be on today juneteenth is very important um i think juneteenth is necessary um necessary uh for this moment uh to observe our um, government and our nation and the culture gives um, to acknowledge the trauma four million enslaved people and their descendants. But furthermore, we all have to come together because what's going on now in the world is affecting everybody with all this crime and other things that's going on. So, uh, where do we stand? Where do we stand now with that one store that was such a a a focus for a lot of the trouble in in the neighborhood? And I remember the store closed down. And there were accusations that they were selling goods that uh, they should not have been selling, that were actually from other stores and things like that. Uh, where do you stand now with that? Well, you know, Rick, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, we still have a major problem over there. Um, we just had a couple of shootings uh, last week on the Kirkwood Street. I mean, it's just nonstop. It's just it's really sad that we're still having the same conversation. I just think, my opinion, we just need some police to be walking. I just don't understand how it's only in a two-block radiance, and you ride past there, and it's just slaughtering galore. I mean, you, you may say office. I'm not saying you don't see them, but they're just sitting in a car. I don't know if they're new or not, but they won't get out the car. And it's really sad that Brother Ron has spent like $8 million in ministry of Karen and the residents are moving out like water. They don't want to be over there. Who would? Um, you can't get no. They're just frightened to come outside. And it's really sad that we're putting all this money into the east side, but you you can't get no security over there. Well, let me ask you this. Did you walk over to the police officers in the car and ask them, hey, would you please uh, walk around? I've said it before. You told me you was going to come. Whenever you get free to come out there and see it for yourself, you and I can take a walk. And you won't believe it. I mean, the neighbors and the people who don't live around there, which is so sad, and I'm sick of it. I mean, I go in there to my, my seniors. I see them. I visit them. They call me. They're like, Councilwoman, can you please get these people off this corner? I'm like, look, this is a public safety thing. I can't control this corner. Yeah. Well, I just wonder if you, I just wonder if you, if you if you went up to the police officers themselves and and asked them or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So on several occasions, I'm, I've asked them, could you please get out, could you please? And then, then I've seen them come, you know, stand out the car. But, Rick, you have to see, you know, we just need some officers to enforce the issue. you got seniors around there who can't even come outside because there's people around there who don't live around there. We've been talking about this since, what, two, three years? Oh, oh yeah, I know. And not only that, but on my program, we've had people who live there, people who work there, talking about the same things and and still... No, no police. I, I agree with you, by the way. You know, shoe leather on the sidewalk. I agree with you about that. I mean, did you mean to tell me you ride by and you see 20 people out there in front of a senior nursing home 
that brother Ron Ministry. I mean, I mean, Ms. you know, if you call Priscilla Crenshaw, she's been sending emails. We can't. It's. I, I, I mean, it's disgusting. I mean, we've been talking about this for three or four years within the two block radiance. They can't get it under control. I have no idea what's going on, but it's a public safety issue. I'm the council person. I can't put my life in danger constantly to be out there confronting people. So, but you do. I can do is, yeah, I do. I know, but I can constantly send emails. We got stacks of emails. It's in them guys out there every day. They're gambling. I mean, it's just a mess out there. They drink in front of the police. Is it legal to drink on the streets? I'm sure it is, but I don't know what to tell you. you maybe if you come out there, you get you can give me some suggestions. Huh? <laughs> no one listens to me. But you know what? Absolutely, I, I I'd love to do this when you and I can work it out. And I I because I, I, I want my listeners to know. I have called and said, hey, how about these days? How about those days? And Santhea is one of the hardest working uh, people there in the city council in the city. So we will do that. I don't know what your schedule like today, but we'll we can talk uh, afterwards. So uh, okay. down down in Legislative Hall in Dover, there's an eminent domain bill. Now, this kind of reminds me of what happened during uh, the Baker administration, wherein they had the Walnut Street plan and they were going to. Uh, use eminent domain to get rid of businesses, not for public use, but for public benefit. They said, well, it's to bring more tax dollars and things like that. Well, that's not the use of eminent domain. That's an unconstitutional use. And fortunately, that was not put in place at the time Governor Jack Markell said that's part of his uh, his campaign promise is to support legislation that would not allow that, and it did. So here we are again now. And uh, and there is a bill in the state legislature to uh, to use eminent domain for empty buildings. They're there in the city. It's going to impact you on the east side. Tell us about this. Okay. Um, now, this legislation, to my understanding, is for vacant or abandoned property. And my only issue with this is it says after three years they can take your property. What I'm saying, what do you mean specify vacant and specify uh, abandoned? Now, vacant, if my godmother's in a hospital, she's in a nursing home, um, uh, my cousin then worked on the taxes, that's taking, but her, her place is still is still vacant. What do you mean by vacant? Um, you have another young lady who came in town, lives in Atlanta. She's buried her whole family. She hasn't been back to the house in a year and a half because she's dramatized. Taxes is Okay. She just went and got an attorney, John Williams on Walnut, I mean, on Market Street. He's getting the paperwork together. Well, okay, so it's been a while since she's been back because she's traumatized. So what, you're going to take her, her mother's house because she hasn't been back to see her house in a couple of years because she's buried five family members? What do you mean by vacant or abandoned? You mean to tell me we're putting in an imminent domain bill, legislation in the house, and they're telling me it's for 150 vacant homes. Are you serious? I mean, who are you fooling? 150 homes, we have already passed a blight bill that deals with all the fines. And to my understanding, when we passed that, they said, oh, we're going to use this to get rid of some of these slumlords and take these properties they're not using. Look, nobody needs it more than me. I ha- I'm not for no vacant properties. I get it. But I don't think we need to use eminent domain. I think um too aggressive. And the thing that I'm really worried about, they didn't let it come to the committee in Dover. And no civic associations in Wilmington, no neighborhood planning. The grassroots people 
And that's who I advocate for from all over the city. They don't even know nothing about the bill. No one has been, no one has did any town hall, me, town hall meetings just to explain the bill to people. Something for such a major controversy and the major impact that it will cause in the city, nobody in the city has a voice. I mean, this is the largest, city is the largest body in the state. And you mean to tell me nobody in the city, the, the residents are not even aware of what's going on. So we're holding a town meeting at the Powell Center this Wednesday for all city residents that want to hear about what's going on in Dover. We don't know. I don't know if I'm against it or for because it's, it's so wishy-washy. It's too, right now I'm against it because it's too vague. No, I understand. We already have an, uh, we, we already have an abandoned property uh, ordinance, and, and fees can go up to like $5,000 for any building that's been uh, vacant for 10 years, and then you'll have people who own that saying, oh, well, I can't afford to pay that. And then the city of Wilmington does have a process to acquire that if, like, after five years especially, um, even, even like five, mm-hmm. to, five to ten years, they have a process uh, where mm-hmm. they can acquire that building. I agree with you. I, I'm very concerned about using something like eminent domain because it's not like you're taking property to build transmission lines or even a school. No, you're taking property simply because you're tired of it being empty. Exactly. And I know Mr. Osborne was very instrumental in stopping it when he worked with Jack Markell uh, back then. And now we're right, we're facing the same thing now. But now they're saying after three years, we're going to take it. And I just think it's wrong that no residents in the city of Wilmington voices have been heard. They haven't even talked to not one resident in the city of Wilmington. I mean, you have people who might be leaving to go to, I mean, you talk about the pandemic. People are just trying to recover from that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, and, and the thing is, you actually have, uh, and, and you actually told a couple stories about very life, very real life situations where this is actually occurring, right? Yeah. Yeah, Miss Cunningham, she just came in town. The mother passed, she buried five members of her family. She lives in Atlanta. She works in a nursing home. She didn't want to come back just to face the reality. I mean, it's so many other stories. You got to get... People in the nursing home, I mean, due to COVID, cool, haven't returned to their home. So what do you want to take their home because they're not living in them? And then somewhere in that legislation, it says, or if they want to develop in the area. Now, that's the key. So we're going to take your properties after three years because we may want to develop in the area. I just think it's wrong that no citizens of Wilmington have voices have been heard. They just want to walk it through and say, oh, this is a bill. And on top of that, they want to say, Council members and the mayor can make this make the decision. You know, y'all want me to make a decision whose property to take? Don't put it on council members and everybody's hollering at us. And this is a bill from Dover. I don't think it's fair. Agreed. Uh, and by the way, folks, I'd love to hear from you. Talk or text at 302-529-1017. I don't expect any immediate phone calls right now because, quite honestly, it's quite a bit for people to ingest. You know, it's like, wow. what? Because a lot of my listeners have just now heard of this. Uh, for the first time, but eminent domain is indeed constitutional when it is used for the public use, not just for public benefit. When you say public benefit, that could be anything. That could be, oh, we got ta- more tax dollars. Oh, uh, we can put a business here mm-hmm. instead of someone's home. Oh, uh, we could put, I don't know, some government subsidies, uh, subsidized home here that will uh, bring in some revenue or, or whatever. But that's not public use, that's public benefit. Take a look at what they did just a couple of weeks ago when all of a sudden it was kind of magical, Xanthea, that we had 
city council people and, and a couple of state lawmakers and the governor at this series of row homes on Adams Street that was condemned. And magically, something like a dozen L&I inspectors came out all at once inspecting these these, ho- these homes. <laughs> now, now exactly. I, I know it was it was like like. Matt, you might think that maybe somebody had planned this as a big media event, which it was. And by the way, I'm not saying that that, that this guy's not a slumlord, and I'm, I'm not saying that these places were wonderful to live in. The way that it was organized suggests that maybe that would give some support to using eminent domain in this way. Now, I am suspicious of that. That's why I said it the way I said it. But I want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I totally agree with you. I mean, everybody knows um, the guy who owns that building has been a slumlord for over 40 years, right? So I totally agree that it was, I'm not going to say no exaggeration, because it was sad what happened to the residents. By the way, all of them are housed up and doing pretty well far as living arrangements. But that is part of this conversation. So you make a good point with that, and I didn't look at it like that. Some of this extra publicity and on and on. We need eminent domain to get rid of uh, Slumlandio, who's been there for 40 years. You've been had the authority to take care of this Slumlandlord. I just think it's more to it. And I just, my main concern is no, you didn't even know, I didn't know, we are taxpayers. The taxpayers in Wilmington, Delaware, should know about such a major bill. And we haven't heard one thing up until this past week. And so we're holding a big town hall meeting over the Powell Center. We're expecting over 200 people to be there. And the people just want to hear what is going on with this piece of legislation that you want to do eminent domain because you have 140, 120 vacant properties. We got more than that. We, 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 we got a lot more than that in the city, Wilmington. All right, so Xanthea. Exactly, mm-hmm. So I just want to, you give one more time an opportunity for people to know when and where this community meeting is on Wednesday, so people uh, can can find out about it and go. Sure, the Powell Center on thirty what's that thirty four hundred block of Market Street, um, thirty yeah, I think there's thirty thirty seven thirty seven oh seven North Market Street, um, and it's going to be from five thirty to six thirty, and it's a town hall meeting with several um, council members, NWACP, we got the Homes Campaign. It's going to be, because um, it's a lot of state reps that's totally against it. And another thing, how do you have, why would it just be for the city of Wilmington? Why wouldn't it be for the whole state? The city of Wilmington is the only area that has blighted properties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the city of Wilmington is the only place in the, in the state that has blighted properties. Why isn't it for the whole state? That is a great question. Xanthea Oliver, uh, hardworking city councilwoman on the east side. What? Why why wouldn't this eminent domain be for the whole state? Why is it just for the city of Wilmington? You tell me. I can't. That's a really good question. I can't tell you, but we all have our suspicions. So uh, let me know how the meeting goes uh, (laughs) later on this week, Xanthea Oliver. Thank you so much for listening. Anytime. Thank you, you know, Rick, for just being a voice for the city and listening to our concerns. I appreciate you. You have a good day. All right. Uh, you too. Take care. Xanthea Oliver. She is a city councilwoman on the east side uh, here in the Jensen.